It's time for lunch. Angelo, it's 10.30. Right around that corner, there is a sandwich shop. They sell meatball sandwiches. Best I've ever tasted. Would you go get me two? Come on, Parker. You talk. Give me two. Okay, so this is episode three. Uh, Wayne, we are in the post-Christmas, pre-New Year's uh, netherworld of it, the year. This is uh, purgatory. We're in purgatory right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also kind of amazing, right? We love it. I mean, I love it. Like, you do kind of feel like the ghost of Christmas, like in this time. Yeah. Right? Like, you're just like floating around. Every day. <laughs> yeah. Every day is a Friday, but it's also like a Sunday, too. It's really hard to describe. It's strange. Um, um, I've, I've thought it was Thursday for the past four days. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling right now. Every day is a Thursday. <laughs> so, okay. Make sure I'm going to get some business out of the way real okay. quick. Um, you got to like and subscribe to this podcast, people. Um, leave a review. Uh, we're active, sort of, on Twitter and Instagram. You can message us questions there, thoughts, comments, how bad we are, how terrible mm-hmm. we are, how much we hate Wayne, mm-hmm. and how much we love Yeah, me. that's all. Uh, that's um, a good one. It's a good good topic. Yeah. So, okay, make sure you get that done. Um, we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts right now as well, too. So, so get it all done. Like, subscribe, do all the things that you hear the YouTubers say, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys have heard this a million times by other people. So just follow those same yeah. guidelines, basically. Exactly. Um, okay, so Wayne, how how was Christmas, man? And how have you been? Christmas was amazing this year. I got to say, props to my yeah. wife. Yeah, I mean, the Christmas queen herself. She never really, uh, she never doesn't deliver. But um, this year was different she just hit it on all good spots i got a guitar amp for my electric guitar i got a nintendo oh shit nintendo switch i uh, i know dude just one after the other wow got got some new suitcases like needed those there you go how about you brother how was your christmas i uh christmas was amazing um it was, it was, you know, the day um, was was pretty tiring because me and Andrea were both kind of getting over a cold yep. that we'd had like the week before. Um, but, you know, we rallied. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was it was chill. We had the, the family over. Um, we do Christmas morning at our house. Uh, so that was that was pretty nice. Uh, and then we had Christmas dinner at the in-laws. We had a roast and it was pretty spectacular. Yeah. Uh, shout out to shout out to Tom because he just he does. He does the meats. Yeah, you know? he's got the meats. If they, yep. he's got, he's yeah, got the yeah. meat. He's got. Yep. Um. Yeah, I got. You know, I got myself an Apple Watch. Oh, a couple months yeah. back. So that was my Christmas present. Sure. But I got a. Uh, I got some other things. I got a nice little ring camera. Um. I got some sensors for my smart thermostat because I'm just a total nerd. Um. And uh, let's see here. I got a game. From this fucking idiot that I know called Cinephile. <laughs> well, it's, a, it, it's a card it's game. from a guy that you talk movies with a lot or what? Yeah. From this idiot. Um, and, then and then I got myself a uh, an electric kettle. Oh, you yeah. Know? I got one of those, man. Really like it. Yeah. So I'm basically like an old man already, you know, with the, the gifts that really toot my I mean, horn, so. I got to say, like, 
I look forward to getting socks at Christmas. <laughs> like you can't yeah. give me enough socks, dude. I I go through them like crazy. <laughs> yeah, I got some socks too. Um, all right, Wayne. Let's talk movies. What What are you seeing? I just saw. Um, God, I've seen a lot of things since we last spoke mm-hmm. that are kind of new to mm-hmm. me. Um, I saw. I saw Knives Out, the new okay. one. How was it? Uh, it was good. Yeah. It was very good. Um, I think Daniel Craig just needs to just retire on doing Benoit Blanc movies. Right. Um, that sounds great to Yeah, me. it was It was really, really entertaining. Um, very, uh, it skewers basically like an Elon Musk type character. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, commentary, but sure. still it was a fun movie even on a surface level. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, me and Andrea just finished watching uh, two TV shows recently. We we finished uh, 1899, mm-hmm. which is good. It's uh, from the creators of Dark on Netflix. That's kind of a supernatural it's, kind of movie, right? Nah, it's it's a sci-fi yeah. movie. Or, I'm sorry, TV show. Mm. Um, it's set, you know, in 1899 on some steam cruise liner. And, uh, you know, hijinks and so I was about to say, I want to give too much away. Well, this, that sounds like just a recipe for disaster. It's 1899 and you're going anywhere, but out your front door and around the corner. Death is on the Atlantic. I mean, death is probably inevitable at some point. Yeah. The cast is great. Um, it's, it's, it's really great. Uh, it's kind of a fun little puzzle box mystery. Oh, that's fun. Um, it's kind of like a whodunit but also like what the hell is going on mm-hmm. like every episode ends with kind of a bombshell yeah you know yeah. you know the episode like what yeah, yeah. it's every episode does oh, i that. love that though um yeah we finished wednesday too okay that's you see I've, that? I've heard a lot of hype on that one yeah yeah, yeah. it's fun yeah. um it's it's very well done and uh it's it's very easy to uh, consume as a TV show. You know, it's not challenging at all. You kind of like figure it out pretty much almost right away. But the show is just very well done. Tim Burton, I mean, he's still at it. Oh, right? yeah, definitely. I mean, The yeah. Addams Family was by far one of my favorite, you know, uh, quirky families. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's fun source material, it, that's for it sure. It is, absolutely. Um, yeah, and then we uh, we just saw um, God. I'm gonna butcher this movie like an old person. I gotta look this up. But we we saw um, oh my God, what is the name? Avatar. I'm looking this up. So I, Avatar. Anything, two. everywhere, all at once. Last night. Oh yes, I've also heard good things about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was uh, it's very well done. Um, it is kind of a multiverse slash like coming of age slash mother and daughter yeah finding peace in their relationship uh slash husband self-actualizing like and also the mom it's very cool it's a very like heartfelt story oh, that's on a uh yeah the first generation uh you know from 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 china um the acting is great and the the visuals are kind of amazing so it's a good movie. And yeah, I did also see Avatar 2 also. <laughs> yeah. Well, that everything all at once, um, Jackie Chan was supposed to be in there. And then... Was yeah, he? And then he uh, he couldn't do it for some reason or didn't want to do it. And so they brought in huh. Michelle... 
I, I don't even know how to say her last name. Yao. Yao. Michelle Yao. Um, and yeah. then they, they even rewrote it to like fit her part in it, in the movie more. So, huh. um, because I even mentioned to it, like about halfway through that the husband, um, his like fighting style was very Jackie very Chan. Jackie inspired. Chan. I bet. Yeah, he's, I bet. He's like one of the, you know, like the environmental oh, yeah, type, environment. uh, fights that he's, yeah. he's always using something like in like the grabbing, like slash kicking mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's played, the husband is played by Short Round from uh, Indiana Jones. Too. Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. And, and Goonies, yeah. you know, he kind of had a moment he back did. then. Yeah, he, he's back. He's, is he um, still setting booby traps? No, no booby <laughs> traps, but uh, yeah, it's, it's still good. Um, yeah, check it out. Definitely. All right. Um, and then I also wrote down, we got to talk about this cause I know you're a big Tom Cruise fan. Let's talk about that mission impossible. Trailer. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, are you, you're seeing it day oh, one. Yeah. One hundred percent. Do you have any other thoughts other than that? Just, I'm already sold on it. Like, <laughs> I mean, this is coming off of Top Gun Maverick this year. And uh-huh. that being like yeah. one of my favorite movies of 2022. Um, For sure. I just expect this kind of like level from him at this point. Like, dude, you've <laughs> kept the film industry alive for the last two years, you know? So like, I yeah. know he's like committed as fuck to this. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, just let him, let him do his thing. Let him jump the motorcycle, base jumping <laughs> off of a cliff in the middle of Norway into a field. Has he just pivoted his entire career around, you know how like Adam Sandler does movies on vacation? Like that's his whole thing now. It's pretty yeah. obvious he's doing yeah, it, yeah. you know? Is Tom Cruise just basing movies around stunts and like action scenes in his fucking head? Could be. I feel like he's just dreaming them up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you know kind of reminds me a bit of some of the action movies from the 60s you know it was always based mm-hmm. around like either one style if it was martial arts a set yeah piece, a yeah. set piece a car you know um you kind of see that in the uh you know quentin tarantino kind of references that in uh death proof right like the car mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was the main star of that um I don't know that that kind of action derivative from that is is fun. I like it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. All right. Well, I want to see it too. Um, I'm excited about it. He's uh, probably going to be doing this until he fucking dies. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, or just literally can't stand it anymore. I know. You know. I know. They are going to be like shooting his like disabled body off <laughs> some ramp somewhere in the world at some point just AIing his face on the younger person's body mm-hmm. to keep the stunts alive got to keep the stunts alive thanks t cruz yeah. <laughs> okay so we are talking uh two movies today um we're talking annihilation 2018 and predator 1987 yeah um wayne give me uh Give me a recap on uh, on Annihilation real quick. You, you're doing this movie. Yep. Let's say a viewer hasn't, you know, a listener at home hasn't seen it. Um, give me give me a, a cliff notes. A cliff notes of Annihilation. Okay, so the surface level. I'll give you the surface level. Yeah, let's just do okay. that. 
So a woman and her husband, uh, no, hang on. Let me start over again. Let me try this again. <laughs> I didn't write this down. <laughs> I didn't write a synopsis down. <laughs> explain a plot badly. Okay. For us, yeah. You know? Oh, explain a plot. Yeah. Blad- badly. Okay. So, um, Bladly. Yeah. Make it, make it blad. I'm bladly yeah. this thing up right up right now. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Natalie Portman, um, she, uh, goes with a team of women into a, uh, dangerous mysterious zone that's like rainbowy in color looks like a lot of bubble gum or maybe like you know a grease stain or something very and frank it, it you know? literally yeah. looks like the parking lot of walmart um it's yeah. just all yeah or auto or zone, or zone or something right yeah. exactly that's <laughs> the place it's called the shimmer and it's where the laws of nature don't apply and Anywho, so she has to go on this expedition to try and figure out what happened to her husband, who mysteriously uh, went on a mission as well and came back. Um, and he ends up in the hospital. And so she takes his place basically on the next mission. She goes into the Shimmer with a group of scientists. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit ensues, weird shit we'll get into. All women. Important to know, all women scientists. All women? The the whole expedition is women. All women scientists. Mm -hmm. And as you like to say, hijinks ensue. You know, some shit happens here. Some other shit happens there, you know, and bright and colorful stuff. And then at the end, she may or may not be a replicant of herself wow wow okay Uh, there was a lot of stuff in the middle there that i just didn't mention but yeah good okay let's uh let's let's play the trailer real quick it's called the shimmer we have many theories few facts it's expanding threatening everything Check this out. Mutations. They're everywhere. I've never really seen anything like it before. Something here is making giant waves in the gene pool. There are two theories of what went wrong in the shimmer. One is they went crazy and they killed each other. Or two, something in here killed them. Step back! I checked my blood last night. It's in me. It's destroying everything. It's not destroying. It's making something new. Annihilation. Rated R. February 23rd. Okay. So that was that was a trailer that I found. Yep. Um that was the that was the annihilation. That trailer. was yeah. um mm-hmm. let's talk let's talk predator for a second. <laughs> and then we'll go back to annihilation, okay? okay? Yeah. Um since you're so good at the last one, give me give me an overview. Of <laughs> oh Predator. my god, an overview for the people who haven't seen this movie. Oh well, <laughs> explain explain this plot plot yes. badly. Well, just so y'all know, if you haven't seen Predator, you are missing out because it is something else. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Um, film synopsis: uh, Dutch. Uh, who is played by none other than 
the Schwarzenegger. Uh, Arnold. Arnold. He is a soldier of fortune. All right. And he's hired by the U.S. government to secretly rescue a group of politi- politicians trapped in Guatemala. Right. That's the cover that story. That is the cover story. All right. Uh huh. But there is some mischief going on. And I'm right. pretty sure. Fucking sh- Dylan. Fucking Dylan has got some. He has got something going on. I know he's got something up his sleeve. And sure enough. <laughs> Massive biceps. That's what he's got. Yeah. I can That's you. He's got I mean, the sleeve. amount of biceps in this movie, dude. Like, yeah, per yeah. capita. Well, <laughs> well, let's let's get over the okay, plot hey, real quick. Hey, we'll hey, come hey, back we'll to come better. Back to yeah. the biceps. <laughs> it's all about mass, Sean. Building mass. That's what, yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so they go on the secret mission, and hijinks ensue. Lots of bullets. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you kind of nailed it, man. Hijinks yeah, ensue in both these. Movies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a there's a part of both of these movies in which that happens, and yeah, but in this one, no, actually, in both of them, there's bullets fired. This one, way a uh-huh. ton more bullets, um, and all of a sudden, this rescue team on a mission turns into basically they are hunted men. And they are hunted yeah. by this invisible thing that can read heat signatures and like blow stuff out. The Predator. And his name is the Predator. Exactly. His name, legal name on his birth certificate reads yeah. The Predator. It says The yeah. Predator. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So let's let's listen to the, uh, the trailer for Predator real quick. 18 hours ago, we lost a chopper carrying a cabinet minister in his aid. What happened to you, Billy? Strange, Major. There was a firefight. They were shooting in all directions. It just didn't make sense. They say we're still in 2-4, and they can't risk coming in after us. The assets, Dylan, spend the blasts. What about the rest of the office, man? There's no signs. They never left here. Hell, it's like they just disappeared. Simple setup. One day operation. Never knew how much I missed this, Dutch. We pick up their trailer, the chopper, run them down, grab those hostages, and bounce back across the border before anybody knows we were there. a trailer for predator that i found <laughs> did they have trailers back then <laughs> yeah they had okay. trailers back then. okay uh okay so wayne we're starting off with annihilation first yep. um take us on this journey what do you want to talk about really what i want to talk about is not necessarily 
the movie or the film aspect of this. Mm -hmm. Uh, because what spoke to me more than that was the subtext that we talked about, right? Mm -hmm. Self-destruction, guilt, desperation, things like that. And so there's a lot of things in this movie that stand out to me. Um, you had mentioned before, um, it was an all woman team, right? Mm -hmm. So what do you think that meant to be, you know, to in the movie to have an all, all woman team? What is What does that mean in way of like context or subtext and how it relates to self-destruction? Um, <clears throat> as far as it relates to self-destruction, um, you know, I'd have to think about that a little bit more. I'm not really sure if there's a connection there, but I thought it was just kind of interesting to see an all woman expedition team, uh, cause it kind of subverts an expectation. You know, there's always supposed to be like, oh, gung ho, super macho dude. And these type of oh, movies yeah. where they venture into the jungle and, uh, seeing that it was all women and that they were all scientists. Um, you kind of knew that you were getting set up for a a different kind of a movie for sure. And uh, I mean, this movie just constantly subverts your expectations. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, I just think it's of note that they're all all women that it's just wow. I can't recall seeing a movie like that where it's, it's set in some like crazy sci fi landscape. You yeah, know? exactly. I mean, we, we've yeah. seen. There's you know, a bit of a movement of having more empowered women in science fiction. You know, I mean, that's, Oh, for sure. You know, we talk about our Sarah Connor and the, uh, term. Yeah. Shout out to my man, James Cameron. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Uh, he's been doing this for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. and then, uh, Sigourney Weaver and alien and then, fuck yeah. Um, even what's her name? Naomi rape. Uh, I can't say her. Uh, fuck. I can't remember her last name. Is it Rapace or Rapace? Rapace? I don't know I how don't to know. say her name. Anyway, yeah. Um, but um, in his in uh, Prometheus. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah. So uh, I mean, I love the fact that it's in there. I've in doing some research, you know, it kind of the most predominant cancer is breast cancer. So tying back into that theme, that topic of cancer, you know kind of mm -hmm. empowering women and taking charge. I mean, they're all scientists or EMTs, you know, it's like, they're all very like successful, um, grounded, like, uh, motivated women. And I think that's fucking awesome. Um, it's a great thing. Yeah. They're about. also all like deeply flawed too, deeply self-destructive. Exactly. You know? Very much so. Except, except for Lena, I would argue she is, the exception to this group in that she wants she's going in there for answers everyone else i feel or i could argue is going in there to die to self-destruct yeah. you know that's yeah. true so that's I've, true. maybe that's why she makes it out i don't know or does she i don't know i mean so kind of one of the things that i was like touching on when i was when i was watching this movie i was like yeah all of these characters tie in and because of their flaws and their intentions and their death, they're all a representation of something, right? Like they are, they're yeah. all this like clearly defined emotional direction that they all have and they all go in. And so when I started, like when I watched it the second time, 
I started researching a little bit more and it just like came to me that they are five stages of grief in the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and so to like talk about this team of women, let's introduce each of these characters and kind of what I feel like they represent. Yeah. So give us a rundown. So there is Shepard. Um, she, who she played with. Let me grab that real fast. I was going to get that. <clears throat> I'm looking at this. Her name's Tuva Novotny. Tuva Novotny. Okay. Yeah. Let me just go to the cast page. Cause it's not f- <laughs> fucking. Okay. Um, Yes. So she is representation represented. She represents denial. Um, denial. denial. Okay. So she, in her dialogue, when she talks, she kind of talks about her daughter and having, she dying from um, cancer. And mm-hmm. uh, she mentions that, She's like, but I don't really want to talk about it right now. I just, you know, she she kind of like skirts the issue and she's always concentrated on the mission. Um, mm-hmm. And then when she dies, because spoiler alert, she dies. Um, everyone dies. Everyone dies. Movie. It's literally <laughs> like Lena says it right at the beginning. <laughs> like, yeah. This he Alex Garland does not play around. He's like, no shit, this is not gonna work. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's uh, everyone dies. There's also some clues in the title, like annihilation. Right. I don't know if you picked up on that one, but everyone Every, dies. everyone you know, dies. And is annihilated. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> but she died, uh, and we never heard her story, and so she never came to terms with the fact that of her daughter's passing she was in denial the Mm -hmm. entire time so um next up we have uh oh shit is it anya or anya anya i i'm gonna say it's anya Anya. okay so yeah anya thoronson who's played by gina rodriguez yeah she's anger (laughs) <laughs> okay for sure uh i mean it's just uh, in my notes i have she's pissed that's it big she's pissed. she's, she's big very pissed. very pissed um to the point where she gets paranoid as fuck mm-hmm. um but then i started you know i started thinking about this a little bit and like skirting a little bit off topic but could there could she be sharing her like thoughts as well with others? Do you know? Oh yeah. I mean the shimmer, I mean they talk that it refracts everything. everything. So why so, not the energy I mean, that your brain produces? Is there some sort of connection there between others? Yeah. You know? I mean, she you know she has that Ouroboros tattoo on her wrist. Right. Um and then it gets refracted and Lena has it at the end. Um you know the that the pain and 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 uh you know trauma gets refracted um and i think that's what that tattoo is supposed to represent like it's just it's ongoing it's immortal it lives forever pain and trauma you know live forever um and 
that was one of the things that she passes on to. Yeah. Me. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Sidetrack for a little bit. Uh, so, uh, next we have Josie Grossi. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Yeah, we love no, her. No, we do. Yeah. Um, but uh, her grief stage was bargaining. Um, and mm. I, I almost think that hers could be acceptance as well. I would say hers is more acceptance, yeah. But uh, you could argue you any could of them, You could argue honestly, any of them, yeah, because they yeah. all show signs of mm. that. But yes, I mean, bargaining, um, I think it, it comes in when she... Uh, has that choice of like, do I die peacefully right here or do I continue mm-hmm. to fight and possibly die horribly? Right. You know? Right. Um, so, but then again, it, she accepted the fact that, you know, she was going to die and that that was going to happen. And that was also a form of acceptance. So you could say that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, we get to probably my favorite character in this movie, by the way. Um, and the one that I relate to the most, which is Ventress. Ventress? Mm-hmm. Jennifer Jason Lee, psycho? Yeah, psycho woman. Wow. Okay. Yeah. She's my least favorite character in this movie. So I'm really interested to hear your take I on I just her. really like her character. I think she is a... Um, oh, what's the word? A very opposing character. She's also, because of her role as coming in as a psychologist, she's also already off the bat a third party or a, an ob- observation of what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when they wake up for the first time and they're all fucking disoriented and shit because the shimmer mm-hmm. fucks with time. Um, she's already awake and like fucking ready to go. Like, yeah, she is the, I don't know. There's a connection there. And then the fact that all the way, well, she, she's already dying too. I think it's is. important to know. Yes. She is, you know, cause she has, she's the only one. She has cancer, right? Correct. Yeah. She's the only one that yeah. they really mentioned cancer with as, as uh-huh. directly impacting, impacting them, you know? Uh, sure. Lena works with cancer. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah. And then Shepard, her daughter had cancer and died from it. So, right. you know, there's others mentions of it, but like directly impacted. She's that's the reason that she's there other than curiosity. You know, she's watched how many fucking teams go in and never come out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like she, uh, yes, she was deadpan and nihilistic (laughs) Mm -hmm. AF dude. For sure. Um, but, and I mean, even at the end, she was like, you know what? There's nothing we can do. Like they're going to, this is going to take over and, uh, well, there's no way to stop it. And she just for give, sure. like yeah. that's it, and that's depression. <laughs> depression. Okay. Um, that is her stage of grief. 
Um, I can buy yep. it. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, she's my favorite. Char- so what's who's your favorite character? In- um, shit. I don't know if I have a favorite character. It's just it's definitely not Ventress. Definitely she's kind of a just bitch. no. It's not. Yeah, it's not Ventress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you more of a yeah. Lena guy? <laughs> Natalie Portman. I don't know. She's definitely cool, and she's definitely super tough. I, kn- um, I do like I that. I know how her. much you like the scene where she's shooting the M16 and the, the Gator. The Gator. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I sent that to you when I was rewatching it. Uh. Um. Yeah. No. She's total badass. Um. Okay. Segment alert. Segment. Uh. Who would win in a fight? Since we're talking about this. Scream Bear, mm-hmm. which let me explain Scream Bear a little bit. But this segment is called Scream Bear versus Gator Shark. Okay. Who would win in a battle between Scream Bear and Gator Shark? So to give you to give the listeners a little bit of context, these are you gonna give us like odds, like Vegas odds or what? <laughs> Um, what kind of I can't you give you that because I have no idea how that works. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna explain what each of these creatures are and why they are the way they are. So we've talked okay, we, okay. in the movie. There is the shimmer, which uh, the subtext of that is it's cancer, but it's the shimmer. Mm-hmm. It's when people go inside, things morph and change. Yes, it refracts. It refracts. Yeah. So. Like you said, with the tattoo, people, it, like, it cells morph and mutate and change and take on forms of other cells. And so things, oh, for things sure. are retracting or refracting off of each other and creating copies and a lot of shit's happening. And one of those things is it messes with the, basically the cells of animals. And so Scream Bear... Mm-hmm is a bear that has eaten what was the other animal again it was like some crazy i don't know it looked like it was just a mutated bear it was like a mu- um, mutated but bear it had, but it had taken on yeah, like but it, the cells shepherd yeah, of shepherd and so uh yeah. literally this bear is screaming like a woman and getting others to come to it and then killing them and it's just weird and it's super scary yeah her death her her death is strung out forever it's immortalized um just just like the cancer that her daughter died of god that's awful and so dark sean yeah i know well i mean (laughs) i didn't write this movie okay (laughs) anyway so that's scream bear and then gator shark is just uh gator that started forming shark teeth mm-hmm. um which makes it even more deadly and it's also white now by now yeah very scary yep. uh so who would win in a fight well uh, okay so they shot gator shark a bunch and only when lena emptied like an entire clip into its mouth did it die mm-hmm. um pretty much point blank too so you know she didn't miss um whereas scream bear uh it was just like maybe half a clip and it got down Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um 
I don't know. I, I think I think uh, Gator Shark. Do you think Gator Shark? Yeah, Gator Shark had the size advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it didn't have the reach of the bear, but we didn't see the bear move that no. fast. No, you know? and it also had. Uh, so Gator Shark also had the advantage of being able to go underwater and do like barrel rolls and shit underwater so right yeah and where are they gonna fight probably like uh, at the side of a lake or a body of water where the gator shark has the advantage yeah Yeah. absolutely i mean they're not Uh, gonna gator shark's not gonna go very far from its lair you know yeah i say gator shark has even odds i don't see a fight in which the bear no i don't you know i don't either Mm -mm. (laughs) <laughs> as terrifying as Scream Bear is, Gator Shark wins in this round. Yeah, if we're talking like nightmare fuel, um, the the bear is winning. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, it did give me nightmares. That's just like, oh, help me, yeah. help me. <laughs> oh God, that's so awful. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, anyway, uh, let's talk about something other than heebie-jeebies. Good. Um, let's talk about uh, this line that I thought you were just gonna be like, let's talk about cancer. No, we no. are gonna talk about cancer. That's what I was getting to. Okay. Was <laughs> <laughs> <Where's> this line <laughs> that uh, Ventress says that says almost none of us commit suicide, all of us self destruct. And I wrote that down too. Yeah. Amazing line. Amazing line. Mm-hmm. It's. It was probably the point in the movie for me when things started clicking and it mm-hmm. started, uh, I started relating so- to like some of my own life experiences to it. Um, and it's because self-destruction is coded into each of our cells. That's what we do. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's also self-destruction can be used to change which again was another theme of this movie so self-destruct well you could argue like cancer is change absolutely is self-destructive change it is um and i think that's that's another one of the big points that this movie's trying to make like is change change fundamentally good bad or indifferent and uh i'm gonna say alex garland falls on the side of change is indifferent um, I would agree he, with that. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't try to make it a happy ending. He doesn't try to make it a, a sad ending. Um, it's uh, it just kind of everyone's different, everyone's different at the end of this. Um, and he doesn't really have an opinion as to whether that's good or bad. Right. I feel like. Right. Yeah. No, I, t- I totally, totally. Because, I mean, even in the creatures that we saw or the landscape that we saw, um, uh-huh. you know, she saw those little like cute little little like deer running around with the little crazy antlers running around it's cute yeah and yeah. then uh, and then we saw you know screen bear so it's like it can change can be awful and change can be beautiful right i think that's another point like because he's trying to be you know the whole movie is like you said about cancer you could argue um it's kind of the the whole set piece is like what if the earth got cancer yep you yeah know? um so it's just like you know this wild uh kind of vision of like if you had to like magic like refract dna of everything and emotions and trauma what would you get and i guess his answer is cancer right yeah Yeah. or at least cancer is what we can understand as 
complete right that's the closest thing complete and utter change whether good yeah, or bad for sure yeah, hmm. yeah this, this this movie definitely has like a kind of like a morbid beauty like aesthetic to it in the sense that like you know the the beauty of this change which usually results in death yeah. um i mean you know that when they went to that fort um you know that that lichen like yeah, map yeah. it almost looked like kind of a map of, of it Earth, did yeah you know yeah um and that scene in the uh in the pool that the post yeah where the, the guy had the, the worms uh, you know? um the, the end scene is like this like amazing like it almost looks like some crazy painting um and there's always like this moss and like kind of lichen aesthetic to all like the the death scenes but they're they're but um, they're beautiful <laughs> they are i mean yeah. because like you could yeah. if you you might see that like hanging in the louvre louvre for sure like that's it, it's, yeah it's yeah it's beautiful but it's death and it's change and it's something awful yeah the look the, the the look and feel of this movie um you know i wrote down that it's definitely like one of the most like mind-bending pieces of art i've ever seen the set and production design it's like A-plus. oh yeah oh yeah um, yeah and then like don't even get me started on the score oh um, my god it's just like you know that it's just like such a journey from like sanity to insanity um, it is it, yeah it, this to is, me all the elements of this movie are just so well done so when you know that that kind of that sound that it, it was associated with the shimmer you would hear it it was like uh-huh. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that sound fit in my mind so well with the alien we'll call him the alien at the end that i felt like yeah. It is the alien that yeah. I felt like that sound associated with him. That was him talking the whole movie. Like it was. Yeah. It could be like yeah. dialogue. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I felt like. Yeah. Um, even though we don't, we, we call that a motif, Wayne. We don't call it a sound. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll put, hang on. Let me put that in my hipster dictionary real fast. Yeah. Revise Sorry. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Crossing that out. All right. Motif. <laughs> Uh, that yeah, we did talk about this uh, this movie on your other podcast. That is totally uh, it. It's still happening, right, Wayne? It is. It's not dead. The I no. Well, I would love to bring it back. I would love to do more cocktails okay. and scenes. One hundred percent. Well, we talked about this movie, or I did. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite scores um, of all time. Yes. And uh, this movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. Actually, both these movies. If you asked me on a certain day, would probably both be in my top. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's always changing up here in yeah, the head, yeah, you yeah. know. But uh, I, you could catch me on a day; these both would be in my top ten, easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, man, absolutely. Uh, you know, so how many times did you think about this movie after you watched it the first time? Which was give the listeners at home when did you watch this movie for the first time just like what two months yeah ago? two months ago yeah oh like two God. or three months ago yeah did you ask me like a suggestion for a sci-fi movie because yes. you had some time to kill on that was night? it uh i think jay 
And I said, you should watch Annihilation. And then like, you were texting me nonstop the next day about it. <laughs> I did not stop thinking about that movie. Like, that is how I know a movie is fucking good. Is like, I think about yeah. it all the time. I'm sitting there like putting... It's got some glue yeah, in your head. I'm like sure. putting cream cheese on my bagel the next morning thinking like, good God, Lena. Was that Lena? Was that a replicant of Lena? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's <laughs> like, that's how I know it's a good movie. So, that was not Lena at the end. Just like it wasn't King. I, yeah, I totally think, and I think that's fine. I'm fine. Like, it's... Whether or not it's really them or not, the fact is they both changed when they came out. What does it matter how extreme the change was? So they inherited exactly. everything that that alien knew and everything that he had pulled from all of those like people that had come in there. And they just, it was just like, they just inherited all of his knowledge and like, so yes, I mean it's Lena, but it's also everything. Like <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it is also everything. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um Yeah, man. This movie is basically I wrote down on my watch notes that this is an Eldritch horror master. I would agree with that. Um yes. I don't even like horror movies, and this is like this is a horror movie. This um, had yeah, I mean just as much as it is sci-fi, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, it was, it was definitely something out of the ordinary for us. Like to see those kind of things mm-hmm. like change like that drastic, like is kind of terrifying, um, at times. Uh, and yeah. then good God, the worm gut scene, man. It's like that scene's it's still like I had to it, all right so I had to like work myself up to watch this movie again because I was like that fuck again because that of fucking the worm scene. scene I was like oh my god yeah. all right let's go like oh yeah that um it's you know anytime there's like found footage in a movie it like it does <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like I like Cloverfield for that. I like uh, Blair Witch yeah. Project. Yes, I'm a total millennial kid. Um, yeah, anytime there's found footage in a movie, it's like, oh shit, let's watch it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, the found footage in fucking Signs with yeah. the alien oh, walking God, in front dude, of that. so many scary found footage. Yeah, you, you called it, dude. That is so true. Found footage, scary yeah. shit. Found footage in a movie, you're just like, oh, fuck, let's yeah, watch it. Yeah. Know? Oh, this is um, going to, and, and you yeah. go into it saying this is going to be fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You watch it the second time, and I was really paying attention to the uh, the score in this part. And it's like that vocal, like choir, like, <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? You know? And he just keeps cutting his stomach open. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, God, yeah. dude. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, self-destruction, man. And uh and also, did you did you catch that Ouroboros imagery in that guy's stomach too, I did. you know? It's self-consuming, you know? It's like that worm freaky like immortality. I mean, no. in between the times I was throwing up, I caught a lot of <laughs> Yeah, I caught a lot of a lot of guts in that scene for sure. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, this uh, the 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 scary parts of this movie, you know, like the the bear and the worms and the fucking gator. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of really freaky, and there's none of them are like jump scares. No, really. they're just um, uh, disturbing. They just inhabit. Yeah, in they're, they're yeah, just extremely they're just disturbing images, and it's like, yeah, but it's things that I don't know. We uh, we can like ground in reality a little bit. I can anyway. Like, I'm like, yeah, okay, that sounds perfectly reasonable that <laughs> these two creatures could meld together somehow and their cells be, their cells be one. You know, I don't know. That sounds yeah perfectly normal. Yeah. The other, the, the other quote I wrote down for this movie is when Kane is asking, am I you, are you me? Um, which I thought was another one of the big points of the movie is like the refracting to the point of, everything melding together and like what is the end game of this alien consciousness you know like is it Ah. annihilation or is it just trying to find a place to live or Uh, i don't it's like it doesn't have a goal that's explicitly stated and i think that's another one of the scary scary parts about this movie and we don't find out (laughs) we don't don't. don't find out yeah i mean (laughs) i would argue that it's bad because it fucking wrecks into a lighthouse at the very beginning that's the first shot of the yeah. movie and you know it's always you know lighthouses are always supposed to be hope and it's just destroyed mm-hmm. immediately um so i would say it's bad but it's ambiguous enough yeah yeah <sighs> i mean yeah. that's um that was an interesting part at the end too when the uh the lighthouse you talked about that uh when it was burning mm-hmm. So the whole imagery yeah. of burning and like burning their home, right? Like that was their safe spot. They're like epicenter, like nucleus or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was obviously like rebirth, like, <laughs> of course, For sure. um, but also, you know, uh, letting go of all of that was, it's good cleansing kind of imagery. Well, you could also say that, like, the whole point of the alien was to just birth, like, you know, an Adam and Eve type figure, which is what it does at the end of the movie. It's just to generate two human, like, replicants at the end. And it does that. So, like, mission accomplished? Question mark? I don't know. (laughs) I guess. I mean, yeah. I I actually had it, like, on my... uh, on my notes, like true intentions of the alien. I just, and they're just, I have no doubt. Completely unknown. Uh, completely yeah. unknown. I mean, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe it's just like anything. It's just change for the sake of change. You know, like who, yeah, who knows? Well, you know, like the, the cancer, you know, it's mutating and dividing cells. Like you could argue that like the doppelganger, like Lena and Kane, are, are they any less real? Yeah. You know? Like it's been replaced with other parts. Like at what point does it stop being Lena and Kane? You know? Right. I have like the ship of Theseus, like thought experiment. At what point are they not Lena and Kane anymore? Just because how much of them has been replaced? You know? I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't know. Either. Then that's, just, this movie has a lot of questions. I think yeah. what hap- what conclusion or what question that uh, Kane mm-hmm. came to in that moment he's like what am i 
if nothing but everything yeah. <laughs> well i mean even his name like kane like you're, you're it's insinuating that the original was like probably named abel i yeah. guess you know like i don't know man this this there's a lot of symbolism going on in this movie it's, it's very it's dense, a you know? it's a dense flick it's a very dense flick yeah for yep. sure all right wrapping thoughts what else you got that's on this it. movie that's it i cried twice oh wow yeah. what did you cry i wanted what, what, what parts did you cry just during? just the end sorry just the just mm. the the burning just like that yeah. brought a tear to my eye just the way the music came in and things started crumbling and uh-huh. it was just like this feeling of like conclusion and doneness and like restart and i was just like wow that's fuck, that's beautiful man it is yeah, it is. yeah. wow that's 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 really powerful. Yeah. yeah. That scene was very it powerful, was. too. Um, maybe we got to do a Guy Cry movie segment yeah, in the future. I would, I would think that would be good. I could find some. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. So we're done here with Annihilation. Uh, we're moving on to, to Predator here. Okay. So we're back here discussing Predator, 1987. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my favorite action movie of all time. Jesus Christ right into it this is this is top 10 shit for me uh without a doubt this is my favorite action movie all time um wow this has everything i want in an action movie everything everything what is Um, everything to you in an action movie (laughs) it's got explosions it's got facing off it's got amazing like thrilling set pieces that you just can't take your fucking eyes off of it's um, a good mix between I mean, honestly, like realism and alien sci-fi. Yeah, you catch this movie at like any point in time. If it's on TV, you're like, "Fuck, I'm oh, watching absolutely. it!" Right? Absolutely. Literally at any 100%. point in this movie, you're like, "Oh, there's some badass thing coming up." Because um, I feel like there's there's like I don't know three different movies in one movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. So, John McTiernan, director. Let me uh, l- let me give you his uh, not total resume, but just the top four hits. He did Hunt for Red October. Boom, masterpiece, masterpiece. He did Die Hard, another good um, one. Changed the action landscape forever, yeah. I would say. Um, he did Last Action Hero. Which is a meta masterpiece. Yep, that's so meta, dude. And and then he did Predator. Uh, I mean, that that's a walk yeah, off. You're, you're done. done. You're done. You're done after oh, yeah. that. You, you've changed action movies yeah. forever. Um. <laughs> I mean, you defined an entire genre with those mm-hmm. five movies. Yeah, and then uh, so I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger is an icon. He's a legend. He's a living legend. Yeah. Um, this is his space that he inhabits this action movie landscape. Yep. Um, this might be him at peak. I don't know. Maybe Terminator two. I have no idea, but this is an amazing Arnold movie. Yeah. Um, and you know, Arnold is doing what like the rock and like Ryan Reynolds can't because he works with great filmmakers. Yeah. You know, he worked with the great action people of the time. He worked with John McTiernan. He worked with James Cameron. 
He's working with good people in the industry. Has The Rock worked with a good filmmaker? I mean, no, no. He's gonna be B list. Mike. I mean, Michael everyone Bay thinks he's A list. Be... <laughs> oh my god. Michael Bay's the, the best, best filmmaker he's yep. worked with. Right. That's what. Yep. And I wouldn't really consider, like, <sighs> he makes great movies to watch, but I mean, you don't really think yeah. about him much afterwards. You yeah. know. I would say, as we're on the topic of this, real fast, I would say, th- yeah, yeah. That, um, Oh shit! Uh, the actor that's in the Glass Onion, that was a wrestler. Uh, oh, Bautista. Bautista, that is a killer transition right there. He is like he's the making man. good, smart he moves. Is very smart. Yeah, good, good job. Good I job. know. Yeah, he's working with Sam Mendes in that Bond Dude. movie. He worked with fucking Denis, yeah. our boy, yeah. and, and Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. Yeah, he's making some choices, man. Yeah, and he was in Dune. Yeah. Oh, dude, like you're killing it, bro. Any? Oh yeah, I forgot he was yeah. in Dune. He kind of has a small bit yeah. part, but yeah, he's two. He's working with Denis twice yeah. now, I guess. Huh? Yeah, love it. And then, okay, back to Predator though, yep. real quick, because there's just so many good things about this movie. The soundtrack, the score, Alan oh, Silvestri. So I noticed. I noticed uh, that uh, last time I watched it, it was like, what? Yeah, right. Was, no, it's, it's really so good. good. I mean, he's coming off hot from Back to the Future, which is an amazing yeah. score. Um, Alan Silvestri has done so oh, much. Dude. He's prolific. Um, he's not like at like a John Williams level, but he has scored so many movies that we all love. Uh, I mean, just to name a few, he did Back to the Future 1 and yep. 2. He did Forrest Gump. Which we love, and for all the young kids out there, he did pretty much all the Avengers. I was about movies. to say the big yeah. theme. The, the Avengers theme is Sylvester. Um, yeah, he, he's he's putting work he in. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't remember the first movie I noticed him in. It might have been Forrest Gump, where yeah. I was like, "This is who is this guy?" You know. It's interesting, yeah, yeah. Right? And then yeah. I started going back, and I'm like, "Oh my god, mm-hmm. he is literally like everything <laughs> from my childhood." Yeah. He's been, I yeah. know, he's done so like, much. Holy yeah. crap! Um, back to the Future is a masterwork of score. Yeah, that's a good one, man. That almost made my list when we did that list previously about. Oh yeah, best scores. I was trying to narrow it down because I like score so yeah. much, but I tried to keep it like in the sci-fi genre, which I guess you could say Back to the Future is, but. It's more of a comedy in my book. Yeah. But yeah. You're right. Yep. You're right. Um, okay. So this movie, we got to talk about the cast. We got to talk about this fucking cast here. Let's start off for the fact that there's two governors in here, in this movie, Wayne. <laughs> wow. <laughs> two of them, bro. I thought we weren't going political with this. <laughs> Wait, I mean, this, these are just facts. Okay. This is not like, I'm not offering an opinion on this. They're just two governors in this movie. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, we don't need to list his resume. Everyone knows it. That's how iconic That's he how is. That's how iconic he is. Look, yeah. babies and grandmas know about him. <laughs> um, yeah, we're not, we don't need to talk about it other yeah. than. I mean, he's embedded, yeah, he's he's so embedded good in, this movie. in your DNA. You're passing this knowledge mm-hmm. down to generations. Like, he's just there. Yeah. Yeah. 
I would also say this is another area that Arnold excels in versus the new breed of action star. This is an ensemble movie. He's not afraid to share the screen with a bunch of other amazing and interesting no. actors. And he has made a career out of this. And is, has The Rock been an ensemble movie? Uh, I just, everyone, he's like the heir apparent everyone's saying. I don't agree with it, but, yeah. you know, he he's not been in an ensemble movie like no. this. I don't know, man. I just, it's two different eras, you know? It's so hard to be like, oh yeah, he'd fit in here just like Arnold would fit back then. Yeah. You know, it's like. No, he definitely, he definitely, the conditions were perfect, yeah. I agree. Um, we got Carl Weathers. I mean, fucking Carl Weathers, bro. Yep. Uh, this dude, honest, and I think Dylan is one of the, Dylan is the most interesting character of this movie. Oh, absolutely. He um, has the most, most yeah. depth of character. Yeah. Um, yeah. He has an arc. He has yeah. an arc. I mean, yep. th there's a lot going on with Dylan. Um, we got Bill Duke, amazing as Mac. Um, we got Jesse Ventura, Blaine, I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> um, fuck, bro. And then we got the we got the man, we got the legend, Sonny Landham. Yep. Uh, as Billy, um, this guy just exudes authenticity and like honest, like macho energy. This movie is not the same without no. Billy. No, definitely not. Um, I think you should. We should just. We should AI Billy and put him in new movies <laughs> to kind of add a layer of authenticity and believability when there's, when there's supposed to be like a team of macho yeah. guys, we'll, you know? We'll Billy-fy it. Yeah, we should we'll billy fi it. it. Um, we can, we'll just start we a whole company. We got Richard Chavez. Just billifying yeah. things. <laughs> billifying. We got Richard Chavez as Poncho. Mm -hmm. Um Great, you know, one of the few like Latino stars in in the '80s. You know, there weren't that many. It was nice to see him. Yeah, there, you for know? sure. And then we got Shane Black, uh, who later writes The Predator, and another one of my favorite movies, Nice Guys. And uh, it's just you know, it's funny having him in this movie because he's a fucking right. writer. Um, also. I discovered on this, like, I don't know, 20, 30th rewatch that, you know, the dude, the T, the tiger dude in Gladiator with the fucking mask and he has the two axes that he fights yes. yep. at the end. He's in this movie. Who is he? His name is Sven Ole Thorson and he plays a Russian oh officer in this movie. God. He's uncredited, yep. but he's on the IMDb because I caught him, you know, when they're, they're doing that first raid. Yeah. Of the gorillas in yeah. the movie. Um, we get the I Ain't Got Time to Bleed yep. line. He's in it for about half a second. He's got brown hair. And uh, you can't miss that fucking dude's mug. Mm -hmm. When you watch it again, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that is the dude from Gladiator. <laughs> oh, that's weird. No, I can see it, dude. I can see yeah. it on his, like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, those eyebrows, dude. They're angry. Yeah. 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 Um, and then we got uh, Elpidia Carrillo. Um, who plays Anna in the movie. And um, she's good. I don't really know what else she's been in. I'm looking at her uh, page now. And um, I guess she was in the second Predator. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have okay, much to okay. say about her. All right. No, good. I, that's good. Like, follow it up. 
do a sequel. Like, good for her. So, um, okay. I'm just going to talk about some of the story beats from this movie because they're all amazing. Oh, my God. There's so many. Uh, Dylan, you son of a bitch with the hand slap. Dude, I... Dude, is that scene everything? This movie is one big meme. (laughs) It's just all memes. It's meme, meme, meme. It really is. It's just like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that hand slap is a meme. meme. Uh, It's been memefied for... Long yeah. time now, ten years probably. One. I want to say, yep. yeah. Um, I'm just going through some of my watch notes here. Uh, the bongos in the score, the glug, 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 glug. super fucking creepy, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, every time those bongos hit, you're like, whoa, what the uh, fuck are we that, seeing it's now? That, like otherworldly kind of sound. You don't hear that kind of blah 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 blah. blah. You know, like it's a weird kind of. Like, yeah. Ugh, I don't know if I like that. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, you know, uh, Billy the Tracker. Um, I wrote down is a badass. He is, dude. Uh, all caps. Um, uh, killer. He's just so killer good. Death scene for Billy. Oh my God! Let's let's talk okay. about it. Um, the death scenes in this movie are all amazing. So good. Yeah, I'm glad that amazing. they got their own time. You know, each one got yes. their own crazy fucking death. Yeah, when I was a kid. Uh, and I saw this movie, um, and he takes his shirt yeah. off and cuts his chest yep. with the fucking machete, like knife, huge sword. You know, thing it's like has. super sharp. That's like razor sharp too. Yeah, I was like freaking out when I saw this the first time I was a kid. I was like, "Oh my <laughs> god, what's going down <laughs> yeah, now?" Yeah. You know, because I didn't understand it, and now. Uh, you know, after have seen this, I don't know, 50, 100 yeah. times, I'm like, God, this is such a badass fucking yeah, death. It is. It's um, the best. Yeah, it's my everything favorite about death. this. It's my every- favorite death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the, the scream. There's, there's a trio of screams in this movie, you know? Yeah. We got, we got uh, Billy's death, mm-hmm. you know? He mm-hmm. screams. We got Max's death, which echoes through the forest. And then we got Arnold's war cry at the oh, end, which yeah. is amazing. Um, I wrote down in my watch notes that Dutch primal scream is everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> he goes on. I mean, it's like it feels like it goes on for thirty seconds. Uh, the dude's got pipes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he does. Big I mean, pipes. that was a long time. I was like, I like stopped what I was doing and was like. Like there was a, a yeah. moment, <laughs> just kept going. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, the the predator heat vision. Um, is this one of the best like alien vantage point like devices that we've seen? Honestly, in a movie? you know, I was watching that. I was like, this is a little bit of a hindrance. I feel like. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. this is not a like oh an advantage against us. Like, dude, I can fucking see like color bro like you can see three colors yeah yeah you know well i mean it was a really cool futuristic thing for the 80s i think that was it Um, i think it was because it was alien way of seeing yeah might have been the cheapest it was a great way to take the cheapest way to film yeah yeah it might (laughs) have um i think it was a great device for the time and uh, just a really, really cool 
fun way to like show how alien it was. Um, you know, I saw a trivia on this mm-hmm. Predator. Guess how? Guess how long he's on screen? It's like nothing. I mean, six minutes, yeah. bro. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it can't be much. That's it. Yep. Yeah. They hardly show him at all, which is maybe like part of the allure of it. You know, it's like great monster movie yeah. trope is to barely show the monster. It's just, you know, it all it lives in your head more than it does exactly. on screen. And it's, it's so yeah. good. But you, you see know? him more in his like yeah. invisible stealth mode, which, by the way, yeah, badass. Like, wouldn't that be the coolest fucking badass gadget to have off the Predator? So fucking badass. Yeah, I don't want to get too much into the behind the scenes stuff, but you knew that Jean Claude Van Damme was originally hired to be the Predator in this movie. Jesus Christ, I can only imagine yeah. the amount so, of like twirly kicks we would have gotten out of that thing. Spits and yeah, splits and, and high yeah. kicks that he'd be doing. I know. So he's short as fuck, yep. right? Kevin Peter Hall, uh, who eventually played the Predator, is like seven something. He's tall yeah. as fuck. He plays the, uh, the the helicopter pilot in the end of the movie too. Um, oh. But yeah, so they had Jean Claude. He had this big orange suit for the for the like the you know the invisible yeah, yeah. like computer vision. Um, and he basically walked off set one day. He said he he couldn't hack it. Really, he didn't like how his his the suit was hot. He didn't like how you couldn't see his face. He didn't like how it was not a kickboxing alien. Um, <laughs> yeah, he like. He's refused to talk about this movie, but there's been a lot of second and third hand accounts. And uh, yeah, man, he kind of a bit of a princess when he was hired for this movie. And uh, I mean, the end result obviously is amazing. I think Kevin Peter Hall is he has those like very like theatrical hand movements when he's fighting Arnold at the end. And it's great. I have no notes for now. But can you imagine John Claude? That would have been crazy, dude. Yeah. Imagine I'm going to do a spin kick. <laughs> I think it would have been too much. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, it would have because, sucked. Okay, would have because sucked. like part of this is what I feel like helped this movie and the theme we're kind of talking about a lot, which is self-destruction, is how yes. flawed or they showed a weakness in the Predator as he was like doing mm-hmm. his, you know, fucking hunting of man. Um, yeah, it was. So I feel like if he was this like crazy fucking super, like, <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> no, this is probably like, this is probably Billy Bob from down the road hunting his deer, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, this isn't John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it would have taken it would have yeah, taken I don't some know. of the, I don't know some of the weakness out of it where it was almost like because at the end you had to like it had to be believable that Arnold could beat this thing. So it had to be you had to show weakness in it at some point in time. Well, yeah, I think another one of the great things about this movie is that it's like he just beats it by the skin of his teeth too. Oh yeah, know? it's like dude that was so much luck there at the end. <laughs> yeah, big yeah. time, big time. Um, fuck yeah, dude. All right. We got to talk about some of the quotes in this movie um, because there's so there's many. so um, many. This movie uh, has a lot of, I want to say, serious quotes in it. 
Um, there's some like this movie isn't like a joke. You know, it doesn't think it's joking. Um, I think that's another one of the uh, the ways that this movie succeeds is like, okay, there's the one joke line that Arnold has that's like stick around. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's like a wink, wink, yeah. nod when he throws a knife and pins that guy yep. to the wall. But the rest of the lines, I feel like, are delivered in sincerity. I don't think it's a joke. I, I mean... I, I don't think so either. I think that they are right. Really... I, I think that's another one of the reasons that this movie is so fucking amazing. He's like, oh my God, I ain't got time to bleed. And he means it, you know? Like... He really did mean it. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. there was like so many, like watch, re-watching this, there was like so many points where I was like, that is fucking violent. <laughs> yeah. Like re-watching this again, yeah. I was like, wow, that is like uber violent. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because I wrote that down in my watch notes. Like the middle part of this movie, like for for, for like 30, 45 minutes when the rest of the the squad is getting picked yeah. off. Like it's a horror it movie, is, dude. It is. It trans it changes from an action movie to like a horror movie. They all die in these terrible yeah. ways and uh it's scary. It's kind of scary. It's like a slasher it flick. Is. That's you know? why I said this movie's like three movies in one. Like you've got the action yeah. fucking movie at the beginning, you've got this horror movie uh-huh. in the middle, and then you've got this like, I don't know, it's almost like a stealth action movie or something at the end. Like it's just like this, I don't yeah. know. It's crazy because all of a sudden you've got this squad of guys going in. I'm going into the jungle. Where, yeah, give me some half and shit, and they're on the helicopter and. I know we disagree on this, but that music, I would have loved like a 70s fucking, <laughs> I would have loved CCR flying in that helicopter. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Miss, missed opportunity. Hard, hard disagree. Okay, so anyway. Hard fucking so, disagree on that, but it's okay. So these guys coming in, fucking cool action movie. And then, like you said, it turns yeah. into this thing where you're like, fucking hey, these guys are dying in like these most awful ways. <laughs> and it's like showing yeah. you, it's showing you how they're dying. <laughs> so also this movie, like you said, the third part of it, um, you know, where it's it's kind of like it's got a montage and he's, he's setting up traps. Mm-hmm. And another great trope of, of any movie, honestly, is a montage. But... The setting up of a trap montage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this is Mount Rushmore of uh, of trap making montages in a movie. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really good ones, right? Like Ra- yeah. Rambo. So the original, would be another one. Rambo is the yeah. original. Yeah, Rambo is the original. Um, we got Predator on there. Um, Home Alone. <laughs> yep. Great. Yeah, and then we got your uh, one of your favorites, yeah, Skyfall. Skyfall. Um, they all have amazing trap making montages, and I feel like that's the Mount Rushmore for for the traps. Do you feel <laughs> like they were the first? No, Rambo was the first to do it. Rambo, Rambo was the first. Was the first. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, that I can remember. There might be like an obscure one that maybe someone will comment, and it's it's more. But I feel like Rambo was the yeah. first. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Watching him set up the traps, I felt like he had a good plan. Like, I was right? like, okay, dude, yeah, all right, this could work. This it had a very work. definite, like, beginning, middle, and end that he was trying to achieve. Yeah, exactly. You know? I was like, all right, 
All right, yeah. dude, you got this, bro. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, shit. So, okay. I think this movie birthed the Expendables franchise because they mentioned that they're expendable like two or three times in this movie. We think we think Sly was watching this and taking notes. Um, do you think Sly was like a little jealous that he wasn't in it? Oh, for fucking sure he was jealous like, of this movie because those two were like the preeminent action stars of the exactly. 80s. And uh, I mean, Sly's resume is, I'd put it up there with Arnold. Sure. Um, I think Arnold is slightly better. Uh, I would agree. Sly's resume speaks for itself. Sly's agree. resume speaks for itself. And he saw this and he was like, Expendables, I'm going to make a movie about that someday. Guaranteed. Oh, fucking yeah, yeah, guaranteed. for sure. Yeah. I just wonder if it's like, our, you know, how we get back at these guys. Yeah. yeah. Little cauliflower ears. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they both like Carl Weathers. Yeah. So I guess uh, we can't really hate no. him that much. Um, I wrote down that um, Hawkins pussy jokes are the absolute fucking they, worst. I don't know if that's. They're so bad, I, bro. This is like the one be? part of the movie I might cut. <laughs> yeah, they're supposed okay, to be Okay, because they are. Yeah, they're cringeworthy, <laughs> dude. Like. They're so bad, but after you watch it so many times, you're like, God, here comes another fucking cringe ass oh, joke. But uh, this might be a part of the movie I might edit. Yeah. I don't know. They're really, they're so bad. And I do laugh at them every single time, but maybe it's because I know how yeah. bad they are. I don't know. I mean, they're so bad. I just don't know where they came <laughs> from. You know, it's like, what, what is this? Shane Black. I don't know. He he just was joking around on set because you know he he's a writer, and he the director is like, let's put him in the movie. That's how that happened. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, Maybe fuck, this bro. is just like his form of humor. It's like he was able to write this in because he I don't know. Maybe yeah. this is just like his funny little nuanced joke to himself. Wow. Yeah, I think it was. It was like an inside joke yeah. that became like an outside yeah. joke. I don't oh. know. Okay, we got to talk about the scene when Blaine gets killed and uh, Matt grabs a minigun. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> and just mows down the jungle. Um, I, I just got to say, that's the jungle's not growing back for like two or three no. lifetimes. Maybe four. I don't know. It's it's gone. Bro. I mean, I'm pretty sure that they was thrashed that shit. Like at least a quarter of their budget in ammo. <laughs> like that was a. T- they went through all that their ammo. So in much scene. ammunition just gone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wow. This movie really introduced America to the minigun. I feel like in one of the more stronger ways. <laughs> this was right? a strong way to introduce it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Old painless. <laughs> it didn't help, you know. I mean, yeah, you would think. So, like, okay, on, on, and I was watching this movie for you know recently, and um, what is going on with this minigun? Why is he bringing this minigun? They're supposed to be like stealth behind enemy lines, like like ghost recon, basically, and he brings a minigun. That's a good point. What, what's going I on there? I don't know. That doesn't yeah, sound right. right. Um, hmm. Nothing about this minigun tracks, ah. but I'm so glad it's in the movie because it's you amazing. You know, it, it kind of lost me right at the beginning when he's like, 
you know, oh, you chose to do this mission. And it's like, oh, you get to like choose your missions in the army. Aren't you in the army? Like, or they, are they like mercenaries? Like, what are they? Are they? Well, I, they're like an elite squad, you know, they work, Dutch is their commander and they all answer to him. And then Dylan is the tag along. That was, that's always been my interpretation of it. Does it feel legit? Like it, this, this was like a real mission from the army. No, nothing about this feels legit. Um, the fact that, I mean, you got to rewatch the movie and check out what they're fucking wearing when they come off that helicopter, bro. Dude, it... Now, I just thought that was Arnold. <laughs> like, he just got off the plane. I was like, did he just, like, get done with the gym, like, on his personal time and just got on a helicopter and came over? Yeah. Like, that's how he fucking dressed. Like, <laughs> that was him to a T. With the cigar and with everything. The cigar. Like, how many times he had to smoke the cigar? This That was 100% Arnold going, I want to smoke a cigar right now. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, yeah. let him. Like, fucking yeah, he, let him. I don't care. He's in the helicopter shooting his cigar aficionado cover shoot. And yeah. Yeah, it's just insane. It, you you got to rewatch the getting off the helicopter and just, just look at what they're wearing uh, as a treat. Yeah. Just a little treat nice. for yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Blaine's MTV t-shirt tucked in with jeans. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so Predator Blood. <laughs> we're going here. Okay, we're going to the Predator Blood side of this. Okay. So I think this was a mixture of Mountain Dew and like glow sticks and like KY jelly. I'm pretty sure that's what the Predator Blood was. <laughs> that's probably what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so um you back to the quotes though. I mean, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Is that your favorite line of this movie? I know everyone likes to talk about get to the chapa, but I feel like if it bleeds, we can kill it is like it sets the tone it for the does. rest. It does. That's a really good line. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I have a favorite line. They're all just so good. There's I so mean, many good ones. I know. Uh, yeah, but I so do like the. I do how, really, really like the delivery of that line. Like it's like yeah, just if it bleeds, we could kill it. <laughs> uh, uh, and everyone is looking. Can we talk about the physical condition of everyone on this movie? I mean, out of control, right? Let's talk about mass. Let's talk about body mass. Let's talk about <laughs> how 5 a.m. Workout workouts. Let's talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was definitely an aspect of the movie you could not look away from. <laughs> Is this the best that like Arnold has looked I in mean, a movie? Yeah. You think? Is this peak? I'm trying. I can't think of a movie where he looks more I mean, shredded other than, than insane other than, than Conan. I guess. I mean, probably Conan. Yeah. Other than you know, like pumping iron, like where he wins, right? Mr. Right. Um, yeah, that's more of a documentary. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. He does look pretty fucking insane but, in that movie. Like outside of that, yeah. No, it's probably this this one. Yeah. You know what pumping iron was missing that Predator had? Like a fucking unlimited body butter supply. Uh, This movie, they're just greased up every single frame of this movie. They're just glistening. Yeah, that's true. Like the body butter budget for this movie was insane. 
It had to have been a hundred. Sure, it was a line, a line item by itself. Yeah, just like needs. Yeah, everyone had body butter or cocoa butter or just just some insane kind of like bicep slather. You know, it's another (laughs) one of those movies where everyone is sweating one hundred percent of the time, no matter where they are. Yeah, yeah. So this brings me to a fun new segment idea that I pitched to you, and I think we should have this in all of our episodes going forward is what's the drinking game? <laughs> I think this could be the birth of a okay. new segment. And I feel like in Predator, the drinking game would be uh whenever Arnold's biceps are in frame. <laughs> You're dead by the you end of this fucking movie. You would be dead. I mean just in the just the amount that they highlight that. Where it's like is yeah. no guys cut everyone come up. Okay. All right, we gotta get a shot. Just his bicep right here. Okay. All right. Just and the bicep. And action. Yeah. Just that they had to do that Just, like 10 times. Yeah. Uh, all his like points, his like military points, mm-hmm. you know, when mm-hmm. he's like doing like the silent commands to his squad. Just bicep, yeah. bicep out. The I front. mean, yeah. So this movie spawned my mouth blood theory. Have we talked about this? I think you mentioned it, but explain it to me. So my theory is that when a character takes a blow, like a gunshot or like, um, you know, some kind of like hit to the stomach or chest or anything and mouth blood is produced, Mm -hmm. right? Not a hit to the face. So if you get hit in the mouth, that doesn't Mm -hmm. count. I'm talking a hit to the midsection Mm -hmm. and you bleed, you die. It's the lethal shot. It's a lethal shot. If someone gets shot or hit with such force that blood, like they cough up blood, that they're dead. It's almost disappointing if they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Arnold, however, only exception to this rule oh. is, is this movie. He gets fucking jacked by the predator in that final scene and he coughs up blood, but he survives. Oh, well, it's Arnold, so. Yeah, I know. I know. He's the only exception to this theory. So. Whenever you're watching 80s action movies, 90s action movies, someone coughs up blood from getting hit in the chest, like gunshot or like, you know, blunt force or something mm-hmm. like that. They're dead, bro. No, dead. we're not. Dead. We're not talking about like a little blood on the side of the cheek. We're talking like they cough up blood. Yeah. Yeah. Like they had like a little blood pill and they bit down and <sighs> all kinds of blood yep. comes out, you know? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dead. I think it's important to um, just mention that difference, I think. Mouth blood yeah. theory, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, everyone needs a little mud bath every now and then, Wayne. What do you think th- about that? What do you think about Arnold's mud I bath? I think it movie? was um, a very natural, organic mud bath. I feel like there was probably a lot of ter- really soothing, good right? terrapins probably in that soil. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's hydrated. He's one hundred percent hydrated. You know? I will, I will give you that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that's honestly, I was looking, I was like, oh yeah, his skin's probably really moisturized, like under all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I did, I was watching for it. I was like, all right, they gotta, I, I gotta make sure that every time the predator is looking for him and he's in his heat vision that Arnold closes his fucking eyes because you're going to see like yep. the heat from your eyeballs come out. And I think they, they yeah. c- accounted for most, but I think there was one time where they, they 
kind of yeah. messed up a little bit and did not make the differentiation or like do that. So Mythbusters uh, busted this, by the way. The the mud does nothing. But you know what? I don't give a shit. It's a movie and it works in it a does. movie. You don't really think about it. You no, know? I don't. I was completely 100% like, yeah, this is absolutely what I would do in this situation. I'm sold on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. Seems so logical. I got some trivia for you. I got some trivia for you here. Where does a predator take place? Wayne. Cambodia, Guatemala, Afghanistan, unnamed alien world. Guatemala. Correct. Correct. What is the name of the gorilla Dutch captures? Isabel, Anna, Emily, Leona. Leona? Oh, my God. It's Anna. Come on. (sighs) Wrong. Wrong. (laughs) Uh, Who is the first member of the team to be killed by the predator wing? Blaine, Hawkins, Mac, Dylan. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, oh, Dylan. Uh, nope. Hawkins. This is just... It, Remember Hawkins? This is just... Kills Hawkins and drags his body away. Oh, yeah. This is just highlighting how bad the, my memory is. The director had to kill Hawkins because um, he was a writer and uh, he was annoyed by him and he was sort of hired to do rewrites on the film, too, and he didn't want to. Really? He said, I'm just going to act. Yeah. So John McTiernan's like, fuck you, uh, we're killing you first. <laughs> oh my God. To get him off the set yeah. faster, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we already talked about this. Original actor cast the Predator with Jean-Claude. Uh, you yeah. already know that. Who says I ain't got time to bleed? Oh, uh, Ventura. Poncho, Dutch, Blaine, Dylan. Oh, shit. I don't remember their damn... It's Jesse Ventura. Oh, no. It is Jesse Ventura. His Thank name's you. Blaine. Yeah. <laughs> Blame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, who is killed during the search for Hawkins' body? Dylan, Mac, Poncho, Blaine. Uh, so you don't know this either. Blaine? Yes, it Blaine. is Blaine. Remember, he's his chest is opened yeah. up by like that plasma. Good like, God. Ugh. Like laser. Yeah, I remember that. Just mist everywhere. He just gets turned into mist. Just mist. Um, what does Mac kill, mistaking it for a predator? A jaguar, a monkey, pig, or a crocodile? Oh, shit. Pig. Yes, pig. Mac engages the wild yes. boar. What does Mac remove from Dylan's shoulder? Severed hand, snake, tarantula, scorpion. Oh, scorpion. Badass. Yes. Badass. That is a badass, right? Over here. Over here. Turn uh okay we don't need to know that one we already did it predator's blood is green duh okay what is dutch trying to forget this is kind of a deep cut afghanistan cambodia libya or lebanon afghanistan yes Yes. yeah poncho says do you remember afghanistan dutch says i'm trying to forget trying to forget it (laughs) um which Sylvester Stallone film inspired Predator? <laughs> the Expendables. Cobra, Nighthawks, Rambo, or Rocky IV? Wait a second. Say that again? Which Sylvester Stallone flick inspired Predator? Cobra, Nighthawks, Rambo, or Rocky IV? Cobra? This is real. This is real. No. 
Rocky Four. So the joke following the release of Rocky Four was that since Rocky had taken out like every single earthly opponent, he needed to fight an alien in the fifth film. And um, the screenwriters are like, huh, and then they just wrote Predator. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <God>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's real I, that's 100% real <laughs> that doesn't sound real it is it is, I, it is 100% I real I love that you should watch the If It Bleeds We Can Kill It um, uh, there is like a whole 45 minute documentary on this movie you can find on YouTube and it's really All interesting right. and that is 100% in there <laughs> <laughs> alright so that's all I got um, that's all I got for the movie um any closing thoughts well oh i was gonna tie i was gonna say this was a rescue mission right Mm, and and yeah on on paper paper. okay i was trying to Mm -hmm. tie in our self-destruction to a suicide mission well they're all expendables they all die you know, it's it's a movie in which an alien kills off one by one until a person is surviving at the end in the jungle. Sure. You know, there's a lot of surface symbol. Also, they both uh, deal with celestial beings. True. So maybe this is a Christmas movie? Well, is this a know. Christmas movie? Let's ask everyone. <laughs> Do you guys think this is a Christmas movie? It's a weird question. <laughs> so we are out for this time. Um, make sure to leave us any comments. On social. Uh, Wayne, you got anything you need to say before we take off? Uh, Nope. All right. (laughs) Well, until next time, this is Utah Get Me Two. And uh, we are out, ladies and gents. Best I've ever tasted. Would you go get me two? Vaya con Dios. Vaya con Dios. Come on, partner. Utah, get me two.